Welcome back to the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Michael Fleischman. Alongside me is my co-host and good friend, Nicholas Barron. Nick, how we doing? I'm doing well. You know, we're halfway through the semester. We had our homecoming game yesterday. Sure, the Dodgers lost, but the Rams just won today. Uh, I'm feeling good. How are you doing today? Good. I got some shit in my teeth. So when we do the uh, the opening music thing, I'm going to go to run downstairs and put a toothpick in there because... We got braces and, you know, it's a problem, but we'll get over it soon enough. Um, got a lot to talk about. See, now it's the only thing that I can I can think about. So I'm going to have to get out of it. Get get that shit out of my teeth before this recording really gets going. But uh, yeah, we got our World Series matchup. It gets underway Tuesday. Astros, Braves, let's dive in. We are back. Stuff is out of my braces. We've got a lot to unpack, but only two teams to discuss. There's a there's a lot to discuss about those two teams. We got the Braves and the Astros facing off in the Fall Classic, the World Series. The stage is set. I uh, I believe I had the Braves going to the World Series out of the National League. Either either it was, either it was the them it was uh, either it was them or the Padres. Um, you you know you did have the Braves because I remember you saying the Braves could take down the Dodgers. I just don't think we thought it would be without Ronald Acuna and Mike Soroka. Yeah, um, which is really weird. So we'll touch on that a little bit later. But congrats to the Braves. They just simply outplayed the Dodgers, except for that one game. Um, the, the, it was a six game Two series. Games. No, it was yeah. one game. It was one game that that they that they really made it that they really made it. Okay, like, you're right. Yeah, we only yeah. outplayed them in the other game in the last inning or so. Yep. Yeah. No. Uh, but other than that, it was the Brave series. The whole thing was Atlanta. The whole thing was Eddie Rosario. <laughs> and boy, wow. Well, you know what? That's crazy. Remember who was it that non ten? The Twins didn't pick up Eddie Rosario's non-tenure, and I talked about that, and I said that that shit was going to be a big deal. And look at that in October when in the biggest stage of them all, Eddie Rosario is coming through not for the Indians, but for the Atlanta Braves and wins NLCS MVP. I am on a roll, baby. Yeah. It's cold, baby. Eddie Rosario beat the Dodgers the way I see it. I mean, we could not stop him in any of the games. He hit the walk-off in game two off of Kenley Jansen. Yep. He had, uh, when they beat us 9-2 to at home, he had a three-run home run that really put the game away. And then he had the three-run home run last night against Walker Buehler that sealed the deal for them. He beat us in this series. Actually, as a matter of fact, both him and Jock Peterson, Jock Peterson was another trade deadline acquisition for them. They both beat us badly in this series they they rocked our pictures yeah no it was it was pretty crazy i'm trying to find his stats i know that there was a post but um he hit over 500 yeah i believe he hit 590 is 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 what happened it's something like 590 so. with i think it was three home runs and like nine or 11 rbis something like that stupid it's absolutely incredible but uh, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of talk about. So I, I guess we'll just start off with the NL. Wow. Um, yeah, six NLCS games, 560 batting average, 607 on base, 1040 OPS. Um, wow. It's pretty fucking incredible. Okay, so we'll start off with the NLCS and the Braves-Dodgers, a six-game series 
and the Braves were in control practically. Even even the even one of those games that they lost, they were in control the whole game. And Nick's nodding his head. It, 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 the Dodgers did not seem like they belonged, which is crazy. They just it they didn't they could not hang with them. It wasn't a fair fight. And uh, to be honest, I wasn't paying much attention to it. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you. It, it, it's a little bit hard for me to pay attention um, to National League playoff games, but the Braves did. The Braves were just on a whole nother level. A whole nother level. Nick can talk about this, can can attest to this more than I can, but wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, sometimes you just got to tip your cap to the better team. Uh, the Braves did just about everything right that you could think they would do right. They got the clutch hits when they needed them. They got clutch outs when they needed them. Uh, they stopped the Dodgers from hitting with runners in scoring position. The Dodgers actually struggled all playoffs with runners in scoring position, even when they beat the Cardinals and Giants, but that's for a different day. Um, they got to our pitchers. They tired us out. Um, and the Dodgers, of course, were hit by some injuries, which also helped tire us out. That that uh, added to the workload of some of our starting pitchers. But, uh, yeah, the Braves handled us from the very beginning. I mean, the Braves went up 2-0. to zero. They took both of the games at home in the first two games they needed to take. Uh, took care of business. They held serve. And once you go up 2-0 to zero at home, all you got to really do is take one on the road and then go back and win one, and that's exactly what they did. They held serve both at home on the road. Uh, they looked like the much better team. Not just the better team, but the much better team. And you're right. The Dodgers just didn't look like they belonged. Yeah, it was it was way too lopsided. I mean, it it was bad. It was really tough to watch. I mean, I'll say I kind of feel fortunate we even went to six games. Yeah, no, it could have that could have easily been asleep. Could have easily been asleep, and uh, it just, just was not good. It was not a good performance. And the Dodgers may look a little bit different next year. They have a lot of people coming off the books, Nick. They do. They have um, Corey Seager is going to be free agent. Chris Taylor is going to be free agent. Clayton Kershaw is going to be free agent. Kenley Jansen is going to be free agent. Albert Pujols is going to be free agent. Of course, Albert hasn't been around as long, but he made a big impact on the team. Uh, Max Scherzer, same thing with Albert Pujols. Wasn't on the team that long, but made a big impact. Uh, and then, you know, David Price is a free agent, but so fuck him. Um and uh, so the Dodgers are going to have some decisions to make. I mean, I do believe that Andrew Friedman knows what he's going to do already. I think every move that he makes, he looks at it in a five-year window. He knew when he traded for Scherzer and Trey Turner at the deadline that, okay, we're probably going to have to lose one of our free agents if we're going to trade for Scherzer, because if you trade for Scherzer, you're probably going to want to bring them back. Uh, so he knows what he's going to do. Dodger fans don't really know, but I think – the consensus with Dodger fans is Corey Seager's gone. Uh, he's been heavily rumored to the Yankees. Uh, nah, Correa to the Yankees. Uh, there's been connections with Seager and Correa, I might add, to also, um, I think, the Marlins need a shortstop. Maybe not so much Correa to Miami. But I know the Marlins Cincinnati. need a shortstop. No, no, Cincinnati, the Marlins, the Detroit, Marlins resigned. Detroit Tigers um, are going to get the Tigers, but the Marlins, I think, reached an agreement with Rojas. So unless they're going to move him to second, I mean, they're in the market for an infielder, a middle infielder, second baseman, third baseman. Maybe they'll move Rojas over. 
but yeah. Yeah. So I think the, the expectation amongst Dodger fans is last night we saw Corey Seager for his final time in a Dodger uniform. Uh, that's just the way the business is. I mean, yes, mm-hmm. the Dodgers are like the, the have the highest payroll and have all the money in the world, but even then you can't afford to bring back Seager, Jansen, Kershaw, Taylor, Scherzer, Pujols, and, and still extend the other guys on your team that you have. And now, Cody Bellinger just in the playoffs alone has earned himself an okay, at least contract again. Yeah. And, uh, and I want to touch on that a little bit. Uh, I was having this conversation with one of my baseball teammates and I told him, you know, fuck that. If Bellinger plays great this postseason, which he did, by the way, the regular season to me does not matter. Like, I don't care if you hit 350. I know I shouldn't be using that. I don't care if you have a 150 OPS plus in the regular season and then have a 90 OPS plus in the playoffs. Like, your regular season doesn't mean shit to me. It doesn't. Because honestly, you can have an incredible regular season and that won't be the reason your team makes the playoffs. Because base- baseball is not basketball where if you have LeBron James on your team, you're automatically a playoff team. Mike Trout, case in point. Shoyotani, case in point. I 100% agree with you. I mean, Dodger fans are no longer talking about Cody Bellinger in the regular season. We're talking about how great he was in the playoffs because he was our best, most consistent hitter. Him and Chris Taylor. Both both those two guys, yeah. Uh, Cody Bellinger, game five in San Francisco, game-winning RBI. Mm -hmm. Last night, before the Braves took the lead 4-1, to he had the game-tying RBI, and I think it was the fourth inning or third inning, whatever it was. he came up time and time again. He had the game tying home run in game three when we were down five to two. He's the reason we won that game. So, I mean, yeah, props to Cody Bellinger. He had a clutch. He had a clutch walk in the wild card game to set up the Chris Taylor walk off too. Yeah. So he stole the bag. I mean, every time we needed him to come up big, he did. So props to Cody Bellinger. Uh, Dodger fans are never going to remember that regular season from him again. And, uh, you know, he's, he's earned himself uh, respect respect and no one's really going to talk about him possibly being non-tendered now. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I do believe that there was some injury shit or some swing stuff that like he just needed to get what, right. You know, uh, speaking of the injuries uh, with, with Bellinger specifically, I'm sure you remember he did have shoulder surgery in the off season, which slowed his start to the season. Um, and then he broke his shin. I think he fouled the ball off his shin. He was out for quite a few weeks. And then I think he got an injury again later in the season. So he was on IL again. So it was a very inconsistent season for him. And I do believe that injuries played a part in the season for him. But as Cody Bunger said, come the playoffs, you're starting over at zero again. The regular season only matters if you make the playoffs. Once you make the playoffs, forget about the regular season. It's a whole new season in October. And that's what happened. Yeah, and he gained himself a lot of respect, not just from Dodgers players and management, but from fans too. But I think at the same time, Freeman's a little bit like fuck because now he's got to pay him a little bit more money this year. (laughs) And that could affect how he goes about with free agents, uh, specifically Kenley Jansen. Because let's let's be honest, Jansen had a fucking good season. He had a really good season. A much better season than a much better season. A much better season than anybody expected. And I know that you thought that we weren't going to see him after this year. I think he's, I think he's more crucial than 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 Kershaw. I think he's more important than Kershaw. 
I, I totally agree with you there because the Dodgers starting rotation is deep as deep. hell when healthy. Yep. Um, no, that's yeah. So um, I agree with you that, you know, I'm kind of torn now whether or not I want Jansen back. At the beginning of the year, I was like, yeah, this is Jansen's last year with the team. He ain't coming back. Um, I, I kind of want him back now. Just don't pay him as much as we did the past couple of years. But I'm yeah. fine if we bring him back now. Yeah, two years with maybe a third-year player option. Or team option, yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I think uh, anything beyond three years, though. No. Yeah, that, that's uh, probably three years is good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're in a much tougher predicament now with Cody Bellinger and Kenley Jansen having to play well. <laughs> Honestly, I think Kenley Jansen might have been our best pitcher all playoffs. Hmm. Probably was. Dude was lights out. I mean, yes, he gave up that one RBI to Eddie Ros- or Eddie Rosario, the walk off hit. But I mean. Uh, who was it that let him on base? Uh, that's, I think it was Blake Trinan. That's, that's the reason why they walked off. I mean, Kenley Jansen came in a situation middle of the inning. Other than that, he gave Kenley up a single. Jansen was, he, yeah, he gave yeah. up a single. That's it. He didn't yeah, other than that, Kenley Jansen was absolutely fantastic. I think he even had like, what, 15 strikeouts? This yeah, he shoved. He shoved. Yeah. I, my friend crazy. Ivy was texting me. She knows nothing about baseball. She was texting me. She was like, who's this dude? He's fucking good. I was like, I was like, <laughs> yeah, he's a stud. Yeah, he's he's yeah. a stud. Um, so we'll talk we'll talk Atlanta now. Boy, I think Atlanta, even if they don't win, has had the most incredible season by far with Ronald Acuna Jr., who by the way was going to win MVP. Uh, who was going to win MVP when he got injured? He was okay. Either him or Soto. Yeah. Um, they lose their best player. With him, they were they couldn't even get to five hundred. I think they were they were like like a game or two below five hundred. They I could think they not. were fifty two and fifty five is what I saw. Yeah, they they were never over five hundred for more than a couple of days. They lose him in Miami. You see him go off on the stretcher. They say he tore his ACL, but he's done. And I think Braves fans were kind of like, "Fuck!" There goes our best player. Our season has been a severe disappointment. We are screwed. What are we going to do now? And at that point, there were 55 games left of the season. Atlanta, and they, they had won 52 games at that point. Atlanta finished the season with 87 wins. That means they 88. went 88. Yeah. That means they went 36 and 20. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. They they were yeah, they were yeah thirty six and twenty, without their best player, without one of their most reliable guys, uh, in their rotation in Mike Soroka as Nick mentioned earlier. And this team has gotten their shit together. They tighten stuff up in the bullpen. They got um, the dude from the Pirates, Rodriguez. His, his name is Richard Rodriguez. Is that what his name is? I think so. I don't even know if he appeared, though, against the Dodgers. I don't think so. Let's see. Rodriguez. Yes, but he was getting the regular season for them. Okay. Will Smith came back to to somewhat of what they wanted him to be. Luke Jackson was good. So they got the... Tyler Madstick was... Tyler Madstick was, was incredible. Guys stepped up. Austin Riley, MVP candidate. Austin Riley was great. He finally became what they wanted him to be. Freddie Freeman and Ozzie Albies put their team on their back. Dansby Swanson had an okay season. Actually, he had a below average offensive season, but he did hit a bunch of home runs. Um, 
Jocktober happened. Jocktober happened. Jorge Soler happened. Eddie Rosario happened. It, this team, they the players stepped up. They lost their best player, and instead of running them, the uh, instead of having that deflate them, they lost Marcelo Zuna too. By the way, because he's a dick. That's right. So they lost two of their better players, three including Soroka, and they stepped up, and they went to work. And they're four games away from winning it all. And that's fucking huge. And are they, are they better than the Astros? No. No, they're not. Could they beat the Astros? Yes, they most certainly could beat the Astros. They, I mean, they just beat the most talented team in baseball. So, yeah. 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 They, they're high on life. The adrenaline's pumping through that team. You know Freeman's fucking ready. Freddie wants a ring. I want Freddie to get a ring. 11, 12 seasons with the with the organization, over 6,500 plate appearances. He's going to his first World Series. Let's get Frederick that ring, baby. I'm excited. I want the Braves to win. Everybody wants the Braves to win, except for Houston. Yeah, just a small part of Texas wants Houston, and everyone everybody else, else in the world wants the Atlanta Braves to win. I got Braves in six. I got you know, Braves in six. Even though I want the Braves, I still don't have the Braves winning the World Series. I got Braves in six. I have the Astros in six. I got Braves um, in six. But I don't I don't disagree with you. The Braves can easily win this series. I mean, look, I think we may have going into the NLCS, we probably both have the Dodgers in like maybe five or six. I don't Look, know, Dad, I had Braves in six. I had Braves in six. I literally, you I swear to God, I had Braves in six. I, I, I have two friends in my in my, uh, in my my homeroom, and they're both diehard Dodgers fans. Ethan and Jackson, I literally told, and Milo, three. Uh, I said Braves in six. I said Braves in six, and I texted them all last night. I said, fuck you guys, Braves in six. So, yeah. Oh, there was a drunk Giants fan at the Giants game who said Braves in four. Well, Eh, whatever. Okay, but that that is your uh, your NLCS recap um, presented by Micah Fleischman, Nick Bear. So we'll go to the ALCS now. Uh, Red Sox, Astros, Kike Hernandez caught absolute fire. Uh, it was interesting. Two two former Dodgers, Jock Peterson, Kike Hernandez caught absolute fire, and uh, was not for the LA Dodgers. And you think maybe if they were, and it'd be a It'd be a bit of a different story, and the Dodgers may, may be playing instead of the Braves, but you never know. Uh, ALCS, also not going to lie, I watched a decent amount of this, but uh, the Red Sox couldn't hang. They, they couldn't hang. They were grasping for dear life. It was pretty lopsided. It was pretty lopsided. After they won game three, it was, it it was, was all uh, It was wraps. Yeah, it was wraps. Um, but – you know, I don't know how you feel, but, you know, the Red Sox were supposed to be damn rebuilding this year, and they took the Astros to six, almost made it to the World Series. So, I mean, credit to them. I mean, oh, like yeah. you said, Kike Hernandez caught hot. Uh, they had, what, two grand slams in game one against Houston. They had three grand slams in two games. Rafael Devers was an all-star. Xander Bogart was great for them all season. Their pitching Verdugo. was good enough, I would say. Verdugo, another former Dodger. Um so, yeah, I mean, that – I would have to say, though, the Red Sox were a very fun team to watch. But at the end of the day, I just think the, the veteran leadership and experience of the Astros came out on top. 
And Carlos Correa is not going to be an Astro next year. He has said that he's not going to be an Astro next year. Yeah, I don't think the Astros are paying him whatever he's going to want now. But I don't know. I just felt like throwing that shit out there. But yeah, no, the, the Red Sox were supposed to be rebuilding. We, we thought they were going to be a fourth place team, maybe a third place team. And not only did they play really well, like way over expectations, they were two games away from going to the World Series and six games from winning a ring, which is absurd. So that completely changes how how Bloom is going to go about it in the offseason. Jen Bloom. Yeah, I think What's, he's going to – He's got to be aggressive. Yeah, go get to. starters. You can't because have Eduardo, if, Rodriguez, Eduardo Rodriguez as your two-starter. Can't you do can't. it. And, and the other thing is if you don't go out and be aggressive on the free agent market or the trade market or whatever, that's just a big middle finger to the players that fought all year and defied the expectation. So, yeah, go get that pitcher. Go get – I don't know. Do they need another bat? I think they're great offensively. I think they're fine <laughs> offensively. Um, maybe more bullpen help. Yeah, bullpen help and, and pitching. Um, and and then it'll be really interesting to see. But props yeah, but to the I, Astros. I, they- I do have to say though, with the Red Sox, I think their biggest question going off season though is what happens with JD Martinez. I mean, I feel like he would opt in, but what happens with him long term? Um, and, you know, maybe maybe he doesn't opt in in. In the case that we're going to have both an AL and an LDH next year, which I think we're both expecting, um, maybe J.D. Martinez sees more options available now, and he says, you know what? I'll sacrifice some money to play with an even better team. So I think that's our biggest question mark moving forward is what happens with J.D. Martinez. But, yeah, uh, you just, Eduardo Rodriguez is number two. Fuck that. Uh, and Kyle Schwarber. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what, what they That's do. That's right. Schwarber. He's a free agent because he was only on a one-year deal, huh? Yep. And if J.D. Martinez does not opt in, I think they have to get shorter. I think it's You have to or. get one of those two back. You have to get one of those guys. At, at, the, at the bare minimum, you have to get one of those guys. So it'll be interesting to see how they approach that because we are anticipating – a uh, universal DH next year, which we are both excited for. Virtual high five. Um, and the, yeah, the Red Sox have to get one of those two guys, and they got to go get pitching because Eduardo Rodriguez is your two. No, it's just not gonna. It's not. It's not gonna fly. Shit's not gonna fly. Dude is. He's a four or a five. He's not a two or a three, and that, that's it. But. Uh, props to the fucking Astros. Holy shit. Did, no I no mean, Verlander. Like... And McCullers stepped up big. Luis Garcia's been great. Um, McCullers has been great. Altuve's had a great year. Correa's had a great year. Yuli Gurriel had a great year. Kyle Tucker is the most underrated player in baseball. Great year. Everyone's doing their job on that team. Bregman has, has been good. Brantley, great year. Chaz McCormick, he's done his job. That dude, Siri, he's done his job. Ryan Presley, he's done his job. Kendall Graveman, done his job. Brian Abreu, done his job. 
props to the Ashes. They've played the villain role really fucking well. You know what? I think they deserve I an Oscar. They enjoy, I think I think they enjoyed having the fans in the stands this year. I really think they did. Oh yeah, Carlos Correa definitely did. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, I think the reason maybe the reason they didn't make the World Series last year was because there was no fans in the stands. Dude, I'm geeked. I'm I'm excited for this. Houston, um, you know, Houston Astros on the people, biggest stage. One one thing that does go under the radar because of the storyline with the Astros and their scandal and all that that I think we need to mention. They hired the perfect manager. Oh Dusty yeah, they Baker. did. Oh yeah, Dusty Baker, one of the best managers. That, he doesn't want to ring, right? That that is his only. That's the only knock on Dusty is that he has um, never won a ring. And by the way, I, should yeah. he win a ring this year? It'll be the big. It'll be not just the not not just a ring. It'll be the most important ring ever won in the history of baseball. By the way, oh, guaranteed. after after I, the biggest I, scandal in baseball, the the first full season back to go out with 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 all this shit going on, and to win a ring. Would not would and by the way, Dusty Baker is a Hall of Fame manager, regardless if they win or not. So let's just get that out of the way. But people knock him out. He hasn't won the big game. Not only is this the big, the biggest game of the season, or like like the biggest series of the season on the biggest stage. If they win, this would be the biggest World Series for a team ever. I think it would actually shut a lot of people up and prove to us that the Astros are. Just as good as they still were in 2017, cheating or not. Yeah, no, I agree. But, um, so yeah, I there, there's just uh, there's actually so much more in this World Series now that we're unpacking it than I originally thought of. Yeah, this is exciting. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. We're all looking forward to it. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Baseball Plug. I'm your host, Micah Fleshman. Uh, that was Nicholas Bear. You can follow us at the Baseball Plug Podcast underscore on Instagram. You can find us on the Baseball Plug Podcast.com. That's our website. Follow me on Twitter at M I C A H underscore 0416 and on Instagram, MSF0416 underscore. And you can follow me on Instagram at Nicholas Golfer and on Twitter at Nicholas Bear7. Thank you guys for tuning in. Peace out.